to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How's it going? How you doing? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing great. Hope, uh, hope life is good, dude. Hope you enjoyed the snowy weather. That was fucking tight. I was waiting for it all winter. It was, it was, I was getting real scared because I know... Climate change is fucking up the weather enough where we're getting less snow, and I don't want that. I like the snow a lot, and I just wanted a, I don't know, I wanted a snow day. Snow days are so fucking nostalgic and good. I talked about this months ago where apparently because of COVID and because of uh, uh, kids being in school from home that New York State or New York City was trying to, or did, instate this rule where kids never have snow days. And that's fucking awful, dude. You're ripping an essential part of childhood out of a kid's life. An, an essential experience in a child's life, and that's having a day off. Having a random day off is one of the most glorious things that you could ever impart onto a human being. Canceled plans being a good thing. Because there's so much shit you don't want to do in life. There's so much constant bullshit that everyone would rather not do. And a snow day is a gift from God or whatever the fuck you believe in for everyone to just chill out for a day. Because if we really wanted to, we could be prepared for the snow. It's true. I mean, Buffalo, what? Other parts of the country get fucking quadrupled the amount of snow that New York City gets or New York State gets. But we, you know, don't... Everyone manages enough so that they can have a snow day. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like... <laughs> because we want the break. We want a snow day to exist. Nobody doesn't want snow days to exist because everyone enjoys them. Everyone likes when the snow comes down and... and and everything that you were supposed to do goes out the window and you have an excuse just to stay in. A, the snow, a snow day is a, mini, is a mini pandemic, bro. <laughs> the pandemic is, a, is an example that too many snow days will fry your brain, but just enough will make you smile. Too many snow days will make you insane and just enough will, will keep your sanity, will preserve it forever. If you, if you deprive these children of snow days, they're going to start murdering their parents. You're going to have at least seven dead moms on your hands. Okay? And that's a lot of childless kids. I don't know if you want that. I don't know if New York City wants that blood on their hands, dude. They're trying to make the city hard again, bro? They're trying to make the fucking death rate go up? The murder rate? You need a snow day. It's good. Everybody, everybody I knew was like, what'd you do for the snow day? People were calling it a snow day. People in their fucking 40s were like, damn, did you enjoy the snow day? That's how ingrained that childhood moment is in all of us. Is that when snow falls, we get nostalgic for not being in school. <laughs> That's how awful school is, too. That even, even, at, even at fucking 28, I'm basically 29, even at fucking 28, I'm like, damn, it felt so good to not have school, you know? I'm like, I'm sitting there. That's really the joy of a snow day is you sitting there knowing so many kids are so happy. 
You're sitting there knowing like, damn, dude, somebody's having that same fucking amazing moment that I had. Some kid was like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, dude. I'm not, dude. They said fucking seven inches, dude. There's no way it's going to be plowed in time. The worst is when you're like seven inches, dude. It's going to be chill as fuck. And then, and then the, the weather does not pull through. And it becomes four inches, then three inches, then two inches. And you're like, yeah, but what if it gets icy, dude? If it gets fucking icy, then... (laughs) And now being older, I realize that I guarantee you there were certain days where every... Like, the snowstorm was reported so aggressively that a bunch of schools were like, "We're, we're having off no matter what. That happened a couple of times where the school announced ahead of time, we don't have school. And the storm wasn't that bad and we still did not have school. And it was incredible. Or we had ones where one of the snow days was very bad and it was supposed to snow into the following day and we'd have the the fucking infamous double snow day, which was incredible always. I had that at least two or three times growing up and it was just as amazing as that movie made it. That movie's incredible, by the way. Snow Day. I feel like I've talked about all this before, probably. Every time there's a piece... Every time weather happens, I feel like I'm I'm bringing up the same shit I've talked about before on the podcast. I'm just being repetitive as fuck. But whatever, dude. Weather's repetitive. You know what I'm saying? The, the It rains... More, it's rained a lot in your life, but it's always nice when it does. <laughs> I might say the same shit over and over again, but you know what? It's fun, so let's do it. Um, but that's not what I wanted to talk about at all, but I hope you enjoyed your snow day. I hope you had fun. Hope you sledded on a trash can in central park. Apparently that's what a friend of mine did. I hope you had a nice time. I spent the snow day, uh, or I guess it was the day after the snow day. What was the snow day? No, 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 no. Wait, what is the counts as the snow day? I guess Saturday wasn't the snow day. Or was it? No, it was. Saturday was the fucking snow day. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. I wasn't waiting on Saturday. On Sunday, dude. Dude, Sunday. The snow day was cool. I just stayed in and I chilled. I played video games to talk to people on Discord. It was a fun time. I looked outside. I walked in the snow to get wings with my roommate. It was nice. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful, luxurious day. The night before was really what was awesome. I was walking in the snow. And uh, and it was just nice to see everybody walking around. There were some not nice things happening. There was some wild shit happening as well. It was weird. It was a beautiful night, dude. <laughs> it was a beautiful night. I was walking in the snow. It was a it was a wonderful wonderful wi- uh, uh, winter wonderland. It was a wonderful winter wonderland, and I was enjoying it. And I was walking in the snow, and there were all these couples like taking pictures and taking videos, and everyone was just like you know bundled up, like holding their ar- like crossing their arms. Some people were alone. Some people were with friends. Some people were trying to hail a cab unsuccessfully. People were falling. People were giggling. It was a fun time, and in the midst of this very fun time. I'm walking up and I see from across the way a woman falls flat on her ass. And she's she's with a bunch of friends and they all seem like they're in their early 20s. Okay? And I'm not really paying attention. I just see this woman sitting cuz I'm across the street. There's like there's like four lanes of traffic separating me from them. 
and there's a blizzard happening. So I'm not really, I just noticed this woman is sitting and she's been sitting for too long. And, and as a man who's watched people fall, I understand it takes a while to get up out of sheer embarrassment. Because you just, you, it's more so, you're not really hurt, you just need to recover from the pain of being so fucking stupid. <laughs> and I'm not saying she's stupid for falling, I'm saying we're all stupid when we fall. But even then, it was taking too long. So I crossed the street because the, the, the light switches, and as I'm crossing the street and walking up, the, this woman stands up. She, she gets, she rises to her feet, her friends help her up, and it's this... It's this Asian woman in, the, in this big white furry coat, uh, and she's got blonde hair, and she's kind of got like the vibe of like a oh, man. What? She's got like a Valley Girl vibe, and uh, and there was like some white kids, some black kids. It was it was a very diverse group of kids, like of NYU students. They seemed like NYU students. I don't know if they were or not. They just seemed like young students, young artsy kids. It had to be at least. 18 to 21. Um, and the woman stands up and there's one kid with them. Uh, this like skinny, uh, nerdy looking black kid. And he's like very angry. And he's like really angry at the girl who fell. And I'm like, what's going on right now? Like, what, like, why is he so pissed at her? And then all of a sudden he says, he looks at her and and starts like he looks at her with such vicious intensity and goes call me the n word again but he's not saying n word he's saying the word because he can <laughs> because he can because of course he can but also because apparently this woman just called him it because she was so embarrassed from falling this woman was so embarrassed that she started being the most racist you could possibly be. What the fuck is going on? And it's in the midst of this winterly wonderland, this fucking beautiful snowy night, in the midst of this beautiful snowy white is an embarrassing moment leading to vicious racism out of nowhere, dude, from children. And he keeps saying it to her. Call me it again. Call me it again. Call me it again. And honestly, I'm watching this happen and I'm like, good for him, dude. <laughs> Fucking good for him, dude, holding his ground. Fuck that lady. And the more time goes on, the and the more she doesn't deny it, I'm like, this woman fully just said it. And now I'm wondering the context of this friend group. I'm like, is this a thing that she said before? Also, that it had that vibe. It had the vibe like she said it before, and he was like, don't do that. And then she said it now, and he's like, listen, motherfucker, don't do that. And then I'm wondering, like, why... why I just was like, why does she, was she that embarrassed that she just said it or what? Like, or does she think it's like, where does she, did she grow up where she's like, yeah, this is chill. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like once I got to college, I feel like I figured out, like, I don't know if this is chill. <laughs> Do you know, like I grew up in an area where we said things we should not have. But that was fucking year. That was t 2011, you know? <laughs> Damn, it was wild. It was fucking good for that guy to just... 
And he would he and he fucking kept going. He did exactly what he should have done: was hold her fucking feet to the fire while they while they were fucking drowned in snow. I walked down the block and he was still saying it over and over. And also made me think like, say something, lady. Like, say something to him. And the funniest part was like all these fucking white kids. <laughs> His like one white dude friend was like holding him back. And then it was two, it was two white people fucking, fucking in the middle being like, I don't know what to do. It was, it was the, uh, the woman who, f- who fell her white friend some white lady like making sure she was okay. And then a white dude making sure, uh, the black dude who just fucking encountered basically like a hate crime, dude. Or just verbal vitriol of, Hey, like just brutal racism. He, he was like holding him back being like, I I get it, man, but I don't know why, what I'm doing. That's the thing, too. It's like, what are you holding him back from? I don't think he was going to do anything to the girl. He just wanted her to fucking acknowledge the the piece of shit, awful thing she did. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. What's going on, dude? People will do weird shit, huh? That woman was so embarrassed that she became the most racist possible. I've, I've, I've been at a bar with a woman where a woman's talking to me. I feel like, I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast. I'm not sure where a woman's talking to me and she and she, I I don't, I'm not interested and she gets so embarrassed she becomes homophobic. What is a what is it about embarrassment that turns women into monsters? <laughs> is that the difference between men and women? Men just are openly. If a man's racist, he just openly is like fucking men. It's anger. Men, it's anger. You will see some racism come out of a man when he's angry as shit. That's how you know (laughs) that guy, the fucking dude who threw the smoothie. The dude, there was this story recently of this dude who fucking chucked us, who he went to a smoothie place, got his kid uh, a smoothie and said, don't have any peanuts in it because his kid had a peanut allergy. I guess they accidentally mixed the the shake in in a same in the same container that some peanut thing was blended in before whatever the fuck the blender was not cleaned maybe i don't know but the kid had to go to the hospital cuz he had a peanut uh, allergy reaction and the dad was understandably pissed off but he he very ununderstandably went to the smoothie place while the kid was in the hospital and started yelling at like four girls who worked there and then he started, because I think the, the the girls were Mexican. He started being like, you fucking immigrants. Like he started being like, he started being fucking wildly racist because he was so angry. And I'm not going to lie dude. I don't want to be sexist. I don't want to be, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to be the guy who's like men do this and women do that. But like for the context, for the sake of this conversation, I think men, men, men's true racism comes out in anger and and women's true bigotry comes out in embarrassment. (laughs) And I don't know why that is. You know, there are other people who are just open like, yep, I don't like those people. Those, you know, there will always be those pieces of shit. But the other pieces of shit who keep it hidden, 
who fucking keep it contained, who fucking are, I guess, chill enough to have a diverse friend group like that. Even they, in in the heart of embarrassment, it comes out, dude. So what I'm telling you is, if you have a liberal friend <laughs> that's a woman, and you don't know if she's racist or not, like you have a vague feeling that she is, just get her embarrassed. You know, tr- put some, put a fucking banana peel down. If she slips on it. If she slips on it, hits her fucking ass, and screams, uh, <laughs> and yells "wop" at me, now we know we have a problem. You know. <laughs> right. Get a dude angry. Fucking spill his coffee, and then if he starts saying the f and n word, you know, you know that he was indeed racist the whole time. <laughs> Fuck, man. It was wild. It was also wild just to fucking encounter that in the middle of a beautiful night. Way to ruin way to ruin all of your friends' beautiful time in the snow, right? Way to, way to ruin your friend's snow night, because it wasn't the day yet. That whole And their snow day. That probably whole next day, that friend group was in shambles because this woman... What the fuck is she doing? Anyway. Uh, so then I walked to the bar. <laughs> That's what living in New York City is. It's just wild shit happens and you're like, all right, well, I got like five minutes so I can get to the bar. <laughs> I, w- I wonder what would have happened if uh, that was so wild. I mean, there was nothing really to do. That guy had the guy fucking ha- had it covered, man. That guy was was doing was doing what he needed to do in that moment. Um, But yeah. So the snow day, dude. Then the snow day happened. It was chill. And then Sunday, I was uh, anticipating a text from a cute lady the whole day. That's what I was doing. You ever do that? Dude, I've talked about this before. Texting is the worst fucking thing when you like somebody. When you think a girl is real cool, <laughs> when you think a girl's real cute and real fun, and when you're around her, you're like, damn, dude, this feels nice. When that girl, When you're waiting for that kind of a girl to text you, it's torturous. Every fucking second that goes by is two and a half hours. But I was waiting for a text that probably will never come. (laughs) I was anticipating a text that I don't see coming to fruition. And, um, and, and the problem was that like, I'm also in a group chat. So my phone kept buzzing all Sunday. And every time it buzzed, I was like, and then I would look and I'd be like, is it? And I would open my phone and I, it would, I would just be like, oh no, it's, it's just, it's just a text about Halo. It's just a text about Halo in the group chat that I'm in, uh, called, called Zeta Halo Rent Seekers. It's not a text from a cute girl. It's just a text in the group chat. Zeta Halo Rent Seekers. And the text is a link 
to an article from Deadline that says Halo Paramount Plus series gets premiere date Master Chief and Spartans face off against the dot dot dot. And then my friend saying, damn, Nuts Cortana is the same VA. <laughs> Meaning voice actor. And I just read that and I'm like, damn, dude, fuck my life. <laughs> damn, dude, fuck all this shit. I thought this was going to be the love of my life. Instead, it was just the boys. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the love of my life texting uh, texting me so that I can begin the rest of my life, you know? So that I could fucking excitedly go, hell yeah. And we could kiss and have sex and fall in love. But really, it was just the boys looking to score a dub. <laughs> Uh, and it always is, dude. It's always the boys looking to score a dub. It's rarely ever the girl that you think is chill. Instead, it's the girl who who you are like, I don't know. She texts you a lot. <laughs> she texts you more than you would ever want someone to text you. And there's nothing wrong with her either. But you're like, I don't know, dude. My heart isn't racing, okay? <laughs> it's so difficult to explain to somebody why you don't like them. I just don't feel like a child when I'm around you, you know? I don't feel giddy with fucking excitement, dude. My heart doesn't feel like it's about to explode like I'm in a cartoon, okay? You ever see the mask when, he, when his heart pops out of his chest? That's not happening right now. <laughs> yeah I um yeah but it is what it is man it's okay it's all uh it's all eh, I don't know it's what happens <laughs> you just gotta deal with it it just happens dude the person you like doesn't line up sometimes. And the person you don't like, I don't even know if you don't like. You like the you that's the thing. You you like the person that is texting you. You just don't you're not excited about it. You don't have that feeling of like, "Damn, I can't believe this is happening." You're like, "No, I fully believe that this person is we're going on a date. I fully can believe we're going on a date." But you want to be going on the date with the person where you're like, I cannot believe she texted me back. This is nuts. But that's a hard person to snag because she's also got to feel that way about you. It's hard to mutually feel that. Usually one person feels it and the other does not. Dude, people need to calm down in general. There's 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 a weird thing that happens when you when you see somebody who you are interested in and a, and a friend of yours knows who that person is and then you hit up that friend either in person or over text or whatever and you say to them, "Hey, your friend, what's their deal?" And they go, "What do you mean?" First of all, don't say, "What do you mean? You know what I mean. Just let's do this." 
if a guy if a guy or a girl asks about a friend of yours and goes, "What's the deal with them? What else could they mean? Do their legs work? Like what else could they What's their job? What are their hobbies? Why 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 would anyone ask that question? Other than to be like, are they single? Can I date them? Or not even can I, are they single? Are they available to be dated? Are they open to having a person go, hey, what's up? Can I take you out? That's what the person's asking. But for some reason, when you ask that, when you go, oh, is that, who's your friend? And they tell you, and then you go, oh, yeah. No, I thought she seems cool. I was just wondering if she's single. And then the person goes, yeah, she is single. And then you want to go, okay, cool. Thanks, man. And then you, and then that's all you want. But for some reason, your friend decides it's going to be their mission to uh, uh, ruin any chance you have of ever kissing this girl's face. <laughs> They're making it their mission to try and get you guys together by making this girl or man think you're the weirdest fucking human ever before you even speak a word. When somebody says, hey, is your friend single? You either say yes or no. And then after you answer that, they go cool. And then that's the end of it. Then you should just forget it ever even fucking happened. And don't put in a good word for your friends. It doesn't work. What you should do is you should be like when when you are in the same room as the guy. If I tell a friend I think that girl is cute, right? The next time me and her are in the same room or he sees that I'm in eye line with her, he should say to her, not that I think she's cute, he should say to her, yo, what do you think of Jake? You think he's cute? That's what you should say. And if she goes, yeah, he's cute. Then you should be like, okay, cool. And then you should go over to me and talk to me. That's what you do. That's the way to do it. Don't stone. <sighs> I just feel like people are so bad at things that should not be that difficult. I feel like connecting people is very easy. And I think people just always do it in the weirdest backwards fucking way. And also people think that when you're when you're attracted to somebody that it that you need to be with them in this weird fucking storybook shitty way. That's the end of the first half. I'll see you guys in the second half and continue babbling about this shit. What's up? I'm back. So yeah. Um Yeah, people don't know how to I don't know. But that's the thing too is that I don't know the per, the person who the person I don't know there there's a person who I asked that about right I said oh is that person single and then my friend was like oh yeah yeah she's totally cool too I think she's like seeing some people but you know she's dating but yeah dude totally I'll introduce you to or you can come to you can come to where she works with me and I was like yeah may I don't maybe I don't I don't know man chill the fuck out 
Because people think that when you see somebody and think they're cute and make enough of a point to ask about them, they think that like you need to like you have to date them. And I don't. Most of the time I see a woman who I'm attracted to, I would like to ask somebody about her, but there's no one to ask. And in the rare occasion when you do get to ask somebody, they get weird about it. Because, so I asked about it. Because really, really, I mean, I've made this clear already. All I want to know is, is this person single? Because if this person's single, then I, then I don't have to feel bad uh, asking them out. If somebody's in a relationship, I feel weird. Because I've been in positions before where someone's in a relationship. I start talking to them. We start flirting. Next thing I know, they're like, well, I'm in a relationship. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And they're like, yeah, but I kind of like you. And then I'm like, hey, stop. <laughs> I'm in a relationship, but I also am interested in you. Yeah, but you aren't, though, because you have a boyfriend, huh? Are you in an open relationship? No, then I'm not open to you. So, <laughs> wait, let me make sure the camera's going. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm paranoid because of last week. Um... So, <laughs> so what the fuck was I just saying? God damn it. Um, she, this, so I see this girl and I think she's cute and then I ask. And that's why I want to know. So I don't end up in another situation that I've been in fucking before where someone is dating somebody and it all gets weird and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to do that. I want to know someone's single and then I'll be like, oh, that person's single. Maybe something will happen. So in my head, I'm like, oh, that person's single. Thanks for the info. Next time I'm in the same room as her, I'll have a conversation with her. So this person, I just never ended up being in the same room as her again. Every time I've gone to the things that we sometimes are at together, she's not there. And every time she goes to one, I'm not there. That's just how it's gone. But a friend of mine has become, has met her and then become pretty close friends with her. So then this is, so then now it's become like a bit where I'm like, yo, you're going to date her to my friend. <laughs> and now it's become such a bit that like, I don't even know. Like, it's now it's just funny to me. This has happened before, too. There's an Italian girl, right? That is a friend of my friends. I don't know this girl at all. All I know is that she's Italian. And I saw her like one time and thought she was cute. That's all I know. So then as a joke, every time I would see them, I'd be like, yo, where's that Italian girl at, dude? <laughs> dude, where's that Italian girl, bro? Where the fuck is she at? Right? Now, everything that's been said about this girl to me sounds like she's a girl that I would not like at all as a human. She sounds like a person I wouldn't be interested in at all. But it's funny because I'm Italian to pretend like I need to date the Italian lady. But in reality, I, I almost always am unattracted to Italian ladies. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up with my aunts being like, Oh my God, oh Jake, oh the boat, the hood. And I don't want to date that, you know? <laughs> Maybe when I hear an Italian accent, I think of my Aunt Rosa and it bums me out. Maybe that's what it is. 
I just said a random ant name. I don't know if, you know. That is one of my ants, though. Uh, <laughs> don't take it personally. Your name just fit perfectly, and it was funny sounding. <laughs> but, um... But then these people, legit... Well, one of them, one of them is like understands it's a bit, but then two, two of two of the people in this friend group, they think that I like this Italian girl, and and I, I just want to be like, dude, I don't know her, dude. How could I like her? And my other friend, with this person who is now friends with another close friend of mine, the girl who I asked was single. Apparently, he was talking to my friend who's now close friends with her, uh, and he was saying like, oh, does Jake still like her? And my friend was like, my close friend was like, oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I, we joke so much about it. I think that this point's like a bit. I don't know if he like is interested in her. He goes, whoa, what the, what? He's not interested in her anymore? Why not? And he goes, well, I don't, I think, he goes, he might be interested in her. I think he just like doesn't know her. <laughs> and he was like confused that that would make me not like her. And then I was thinking to myself, uh, I was really thinking about it and I was like, no, it makes sense. I don't like her. And then I, re- I, I, I had a revelation. I went, I don't even know what she sounds like, dude. I don't even know. I've never heard her speak, dude. Why would I like this person? And same with the Italian girl. I don't even know what she sounds like. I don't know what these people sound like. And I guess I'm saying that all this to say that sometimes, most of the time, you see somebody, you think they are physically attractive, and that's it. And then people put all this weird shit into it, all this weird fairy tale shit into it, and then you feel like an asshole because you're like, no, I don't actually like them. I just thought they were cute. I don't know them. And then you feel bad because then they're like, why don't you like them? What? You don't like these people? And I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe people just, that's how people like people. They see them physically and they're like, that's it. That's all I want. I got it. (laughs) I guess so. I guess there's certain people like that. I don't know. That's not a bad thing necessarily. I don't fucking know. I don't need to ask, dude. That's all I know. I don't eat ass is what I'm telling you. That's what I should just say to get people to get off my back. What? You don't like that girl? Dude, I don't eat ass. I'm like, huh? I'm like, exactly. See you later. I've been seeing this lady and uh, she's in a, an open relationship. <laughs> and... um. Anyway, she, um, <laughs> she was asking me like questions the other day. And one of the questions, it was weird because she was asking me questions like, what do you think happens when you die? Right? So they were like, f- like kind of not really that deep. I don't know. She was like, these are really good questions. And I was like, I feel like you just watched the Colbert show, you know? I mean, I answered her with Keanu Reeves' answer of, I think the people who love us will miss us. 
And then she didn't understand the reference, and I said that's what Keanu Reeves said when Colbert asked him this, because I think Colbert was just asking people that at the end of every interview. So if Stephen Colbert is asking that at the end of every interview, it wasn't that original or interesting of a conversation. She also asked me questions she's asked me already. It was, it was, she said, what do you think of what happens when you die? What's your greatest fear? What's a, what's, what's your best day look like? And then she goes, wow, I just asked you such good questions. Those are like really good questions. If somebody, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody asked me, if somebody, if I asked somebody else those questions, they'd be like, wow, those are really good. And I, and, and then I was just like, I don't know what to say to you. I was just silent. I just laughed and went, all right. Because what, you don't think those are good questions? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I think that they are, I think that you, if you went online and looked up top 10 questions to ask your date, seven of them would come up. That's what I think. <laughs> I don't know if they're bad questions, but they're not fucking that crazy, you know? And I think the reason why it was annoying me is because she asked me to ask questions first and I couldn't think of any. And then when she asked those questions... Which half of them, we we already asked each other the last time we saw each other. When she asked all those questions, I think inside I was just like, hey dude, what the fuck? You're getting annoyed that I couldn't think of anything, but all of the questions, half of the questions you said were ones I said before, and the other ones could have been on a listicle? Anyway, she's great. I like her a lot. But, um, <laughs> I do. She's chill. Uh, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but, uh... Among those questions, those philosophical BuzzFeed questions, she goes, when's the last time you ate ass? Which is a funny question to ask somebody because it's under the assumption that I must have eaten ass before. And I responded and said, I've never eaten ass. <laughs> and she goes, really? I go, yep. And she goes, uh, she goes, would you ever? I don't even think she asked why. She just said, would you ever? And I said, nope, I don't think so. <laughs> and usually I feel bad about that. I think I've talked about that on this podcast. I When I start dating somebody, you know, that could be the love of my life, I really feel bad because I'm like, damn, I won't, I, I'll never eat her ass. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, even if she wanted that, even if that was, there's some people who say like, hey, if you really, really are attracted to something in bed, the fact that you're so attracted to it will make me attracted to it enough to do it to you. And, and when people say that, I go, uh, that's nice that you think that way, but I'm good. You know, that's nice that you are that nice but I don't need to be a perfect person. Do you know what I'm saying? There's certain instances in life where you're like, I, I don't need to be, I don't need to be the best person. I just don't. I don't need to be a perfect guy. There are certain things that I'm glad not doing. You know, I eat meat. I don't need to be perfect. <laughs> I drink pla water bottles out of plastic water bottles. I know right now I'm using a, uh, a reusable because sometimes I use reusable. Okay, but sometimes I'm out and about and I just want to pull in spring and I drink it and, and, and I say to myself, I don't need to be a perfect person. You know, I can do some good things. I don't need to all the time. And when somebody says to me, hey, there's this sexual thing that I really like, but I know that you don't want to do it all. 
in those moments, I go, I don't, I don't need to be a perfect person. <laughs> and I think I'm open to a lot of things in bed. I just don't want to eat somebody's ass. I just don't want to do it. I'm not into it. It's not for me. Um, And also, I'm of the opinion of why make someone do something that they think is disgusting? Also, this is a person who, well, yeah, no, she, it's just like, but it's funny because I, (laughs) usually I feel bad because I want to be the guy who would eat a woman's ass out because I'm in love, but I don't think there's any love that would drive me towards that. Maybe it's just a love I haven't found yet, but so far... I've been in love maybe one time intensely and I, and I never ever even got my nose near her, butt. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll kiss your butt cheek. I'm not going to kiss your asshole, but, um, but no pun intended. Uh, but with this person, when I, I very readily and easily was like, Never done it, never will. And I didn't feel bad at all, and I think it's because she's in an open relationship. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, dude, I don't need to do that. You can, you have a whole other guy you can fucking f- force to have a bad day. You don't need to fucking make me have one. I'm, I'm, I'm good, dude. Also, I go down on people enough where I don't need to be also eating your asshole. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot of munching duty that it's it's a little bit fucking gratuitous for you to ask me to then eat your asshole as well. That's that's how I feel. (laughs) Okay, that's how I feel. If I can be a little bit cocky, I'm very generous when it comes to eating vagina. So when somebody is like, also eat my asshole now, I'm like, I feel like you're, you're testing a good thing. (laughs) I go down on you probably four times as much as you go down on me. And now you're also telling me to eat your asshole. You, you, you're being audacious. Okay. You're you're out of your fucking mind, dude. You've lost the plot. Uh, but maybe one day I'll eat ass. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat the I'm not gonna eat somebody's ass until I'm in love again. Okay, that's a fucking fact. Although some would some people would tell you you should eat the ass of someone you don't love. I don't agree, dude. If you're going to taste shit, it should be coming from the asshole of someone you love, you know? Maybe not. Maybe it's a good point. If you taste shit in someone's asshole, it's not going to be someone you want to see the next day. Maybe that, you know, that could be true. (laughs) Oh, man. You know what it is? This is this is the perfect analogy, okay? This is the perfect fucking analogy. I would never drink out of a toilet. That's the perfect fucking analogy. That's the perfect analogy. I would never drink out of a toilet. People are always like, why wouldn't you eat an ass? Why wouldn't you eat an ass? 
I'm like, because it probably tastes like shit, because shit comes out of an asshole. And they go, yeah, but you're not eating shit. You don't taste shit. I go, yeah, but shit comes out of it, so I don't want to eat it. I don't want my mouth on a place where shit comes out. And then people go, yeah, well, the person cleans themselves, though. The person, you don't just eat someone's asshole. You prepare, right? And then and then I'm like, even a clean asshole, I don't want to eat. And then people go, well, that's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. And to those people, I'm going to say, hey, if I told you to drink out of a completely clean toilet, would you do it? No, you'd go, I'm not going to drink out of a fucking toilet. That's what you would say to me. Eat out of this perfectly clean toilet. It's empty. There's no toilet water in it. Eat lasagna out of this perfectly clean toilet. Why not? It's perfectly clean. We just washed it. We don't have any plates, so eat out of the toilet. Or we do have plates. That's even better. We do have plates. Or you can eat out of the toilet. We think you should eat out of the toilet, though. Yeah, but I like eating out of a plate. Eating out of a plate is really nice. Plates are good, you know? I'm a familiar with a plate. I like how plates look. I like how plates taste. I like how plates are wet. I'm going to eat this off this plate. Not off this fucking porcelain garbage shit was at one point in this, even though you cleaned it, toilet. The perfect analogy, dude. The perfect analogy. Damn, dude. I can't believe we did it. We just did it. You witnessed history in the making. If anyone ever argues with you about eating ass, just say that. If you are a non-ass eater and someone argues with you about eating ass and why you should and why you're an idiot for not, ask them if they would eat out of a clean toilet. Ask them if they would eat fucking Rolatini out of a clean toilet. If they would eat a fucking veal roll-up that looks like a piece of shit out of a goddamn clean porcelain toilet. I guarantee you they will say no, and then you can punch them in the mouth. <laughs> uh. Damn, I thought I was going to have nothing to say on this podcast, but that's how I always feel. Lately, at least. Maybe it's because I've been doing it for so fucking long. But I, I, a lot of times I'm coming into this podcast. It's probably also because I'm working this job that's just fucking nine hours a day. And I don't sleep that much, dude. I sleep five hours every night, maybe. And then a nine-hour day at this fucking goddamn job doing sh mundane, boring shit. And then my brain is just fucking tired and fried, I think. And then I sit here and I'm like, do I have things to say? Thankfully, I do sometimes. <laughs> I figure it out. Sometimes that's not a bad thing, though, to have nothing to fucking say. I wish people were more honest. People don't let you be honest about that. When I was in uh, college, at Sarah Lawrence College, I had a, I had a, uh, a psychology professor, and it, w it was uh, the psychology of creativity. That was the class. And at my college, we had... Um, seminars where it was like 16 kids and then we would have uh meetings with our dons not our dons well we did have dons but which also why is it called a don your don is your first year studies teacher and they become like your your go-to person your confidant 
and they call them dons like we're in fucking Sopranos, dude. What are you talking about, dude? No one is even Italian at the school. Stop calling them dons. It's weird. And it's also not the liberal arts vibe. Shut the fuck up. They're not dons. They're guidance counselors, and I'm not seeing mine. <laughs> I really never saw mine. I found another another professor who I liked a lot, and I confided and talked to him when I had problems. And then my other don was like, hey, we never talk. Like, would you like to talk? And I'm like, I'm good, dude. I don't need a third parent, you know? Maybe that's good if you don't have a mom, dude, but I got one, thankfully. Knock on wood, dude. <laughs> when my mom, when my mom's no longer here, I'll call you up, Joan. Joan Silver, I'll fucking hit you up, dude. And I'll say sorry for never talking to you, for never being a Don, a Don E to you. But can you be my Don now? I'm lacking a female figure in my life. Anyway, I had this creative uh, psychology teacher and uh, we would meet with one-on-one with the professors of our classes every other week. And we had a, uh, what was it called? It was called um, conference. That's what it was. Conference. We would have, uh, and we would all have conference papers. And so we would meet with this teacher every other week and we would have this paper that we were writing for conference for them that would be like the end of the semester paper. And I was writing mine on like creativity. Uh, uh, the creativity of stand-ups. I think it was specifically it was like the creativity of Louis C.K. or something like that. <laughs> Which now if I asked to do that in class at Sarah Lawrence. Now if it's Sarah Lawrence in that same class I asked that. They'd probably be like, I don't know if this is the right subject. <laughs> But at the time, she was like, go right ahead, dude. That guy's a comedic legend. <laughs> I wonder what she would say now. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was doing that. And uh, every other week, you had to talk to your professor about like what you did for a conference or like what you did for the paper that week like what research did you do what were you thinking about writing did you work on any pages and the thing is it's a it's a semester-long paper so a lot of weeks you don't do shit for it okay and you're and you it's an unwritten rule where you could probably miss like two or three conferences and get away with it but you you aren't working on it every uh, every fucking week you just aren't so sometimes two weeks would go by and I would not have anything to talk about, but I would pretend that I did because that's what you had to do. You had to pretend. But at a certain point, I was like, I'm an adult. She's an adult. I'm going to write my paper. It's going to be, I'll, I'll turn in something that I worked really hard on. But for this particular week, I didn't really do anything. And so... And I liked this professor a lot, and she seemed very cool and down-to-earth. She was an old, tough lady. And I thought, you know what? Maybe she'll laugh, and maybe she'll think it's good. Because she used to laugh at shit I said. So I was like, oh, she likes me. Maybe this will work out. So I went to conference, and I said, uh, she goes, so Jake, what have you done for conference? And I said, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I haven't really done anything. And I said that with a smile, like, hey... 
You get that I'm a person. <laughs> you get that I'm like a guy who is in college who likes to play video games, you know, that likes to hang out with friends, that likes to not work every waking hour. College is a time for procrastination, dude. It's a time to do other things besides work. And I said that to her. Just, honestly, I haven't done anything. And instead of a laugh, instead of a smile, instead of an understanding, I just got a big, no, 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 Jake, no. You have to do something. You have to do something. You can't just do nothing. You have to come to, come here, come to me with something. And then I went, no, well, I mean, I did look at this thing. I did look at that thing. And, and I kind of did look at these other things. But I also didn't, you know, I, I pulled answers out of my ass and I made up a bunch of shit that I that I kind of didn't do at all for the paper. And then she goes, oh, OK, so you did do something. And I looked at her and I said, yeah, I did do something. And instead of the truth, we both got to fucking lie to each other. And it bothered the fuck out of me. It really bummed me out. Because I thought I could have a nice, cool moment with this professor. But instead, I got dog shit. Which is okay, though, because I did, I was annoyed that I didn't get that with that professor, but I did get that with another professor. And again, I don't know, maybe it's not a good thing. Maybe she was trying to hold me to a standard that would benefit me better in life. Because a different professor, you know, I straight up didn't like turn in, I didn't finish my final project for him. And he's like, yo, you're all good, dude. I saw how much work you did. <laughs> But now it's debatable, or is it though? I have a problem finishing things. <laughs> and I, you know, I may have developed that in college. I'm not sure. In high school, I would finish things. Well, I guess not. I don't know. I guess I've always had a problem. I've always had a problem sp spreading myself too thin. I've always had a problem like thinking of a lot of things to do and not knowing the the thing to focus on and actually finish and uh, I'm trying to fix that I'm trying to get better at that because that's not good that's no good dude you can't be doing that you gotta finish what you fucking set out to do uh, otherwise you're fucked bro <laughs> otherwise you end up doing nothing and uh, that's not good that's just a recipe for waste, wasted life um, I got 30 seconds left and, uh, yeah, I got, I don't, I got nothing. <laughs> no, I got other things I wrote, but they're all too long for 17 seconds, 16, 15. Um, yeah, sometimes you don't have anything to say and, uh, that's okay, dude. I don't know. Sometimes I find myself in conversations being silent and that's a good thing. It's a good thing to listen to people. Sometimes, uh. I don't know, sometimes when you don't have anything to say, it means you have nothing to say. So don't just say shit, you know? Fucking pick a pick a moment where you think what you're saying is worthwhile. I don't know, who am I to fucking talk? I'm also saying that while I'm doing a podcast where I'm literally filling in an hour. <laughs> I'm filling in an hour with what some might call, what many would probably call, a ton of bullshit. So, 
I don't know. Don't listen to me. Say something. Don't say something. Do whatever you want. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast this week. Um, sorry about no. Sorry about the first half last week where there wasn't any footage. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened with the camera, but this week seems like we got the full thing in. So thank you for listening. Um, oh, I have a show on Sunday uh, at Black Cat LES. I'm going to do stand-up at a little coffee shop. So I don't know if one of the five people listening to this hears this and wants to go, go. 7.30, Black Cat LES. Uh, Lower East, yeah, Lower East Side. Black Cat LES is Lower East. Anyway, 7.30, Sunday, come through, don't, whatever. One or two, one, one of the five people who are listening, come on out. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake, you don't make any sense. Jake, you're a piece of shit.